Welcome to the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast. This thing is huge. It's the greatest, most outrageous, incredibly fun podcast on the internet today. It's all about the Don. The most spectacular entrepreneur alive today. For entrepreneurs who also want to dominate their market and destroy their competition. You should be your competition's huge problem. This is the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast with Steve Cypress and Everett Fornell. Welcome to another episode of the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast, the most in-your-face, contentious, cantankerous, battling podcast of all time. However, I happen to have with me as my co-host a non-battling, non-cantankerous, fantastic, brilliant business strategist, Mr. Everett Farnell. <laughs> How you doing, Steve? You know, Steve, I've got to tell you, I, I, it, as always, it's a, it's a pleasure to be here, but I've got to tell you, some of these other marketing people out there, man, I'm getting pretty, uh, I'm getting about ready to call them out, I'm getting about ready... <laughs> To, to, to drag their asses into the octagon and uh, give them a little what for because they're out there uh, talking shit and running their mouth. And, and they, Some they, of these things these consultants out. do, man. If I was back in grade school, I'd take them out behind the locker room and I'd beat the crap out of them. <laughs> <laughs> man, if I was back in third grade, I'd uh, you know snap a rubber band at them. You know, (laughs) grown men, septuagenarians acting like 10-year-old kids in the schoolyard. (laughs) Well, yeah, but you know what's funny is that all aside, this kind of behavior. By the way, if if anybody missed it. Well, uh, yeah, well, we're talking about this because this whole suddenly Uh, it's like uh, Ollie Frazier. Forget about that. It's (laughs) Trump-Biden for the work. It's Trump and Biden. Let's get rid of Trump and Biden. In this corner, the President of the United States, eating 17 Big Macs a day, overweight by at least 50 pounds, and way over the age of 70. And in this corner, also way over the age of 70, former Vice President of the United States and former Army or Navy or some kind of veteran, but never really an athlete, Mr. Joe Biden, also over the age of 70, and these guys are going to duke it out, out behind the whatever the heck, they're going to beat the crap out of each other. <laughs> well, you know, people, say this, people say this kind of behavior is, is not presidential. However, <laughs> well, is I it vice president? But I don't hear anyone complaining <laughs> it's that it's not vice presidential. <laughs> well, but, but listen, I'll, I'll kid the sign. You, well, seriously, well, I've got to be serious. You, you know, you brought up a serious topic. Joe Biden's the one that said it first. He's the first one that said, man, Trump is such a jerk. I'd beat him up if I was yeah, in grade school or whatever. Right. And I didn't hear anybody say, boy, that's so unvice presidential of him. He's supposed well, no, to be the elder statesman now of the country. And that's so un, that's not the right way to be. And uh, I never heard, I didn't hear one person complain about that. Right. Well, no, they don't complain about it. Until, obviously, I mean, unless it's Trump complain about it until Trump says something in in response. But my point is, is, what I'm saying is that if you go back to the beginning of the country, you find that that kind of behavior was far more common among politicians, right? I well, mean, yeah, Alexander yeah. Hamilton would tell you that exactly. Exactly. So maybe it is presidential or vice presidential because it was Aaron Burr 
the vice president in yeah. that duel. So it is vice presidential. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Very vice presidential. Come on now. The whole thing is ridiculous. My favorite is I heard on the news and then I went and looked it up on the computer. There was some article from like over a year ago before the election when the first time Biden said this nonsense about I'd take him out behind the shed and beat him up or something. And they interviewed five boxing experts to give their opinion on who would win in a boxing match between Trump and Biden, and they were hilarious. I mean, if you, anyone wants to go onto Google.com and look that up, it's kind of hilarious, their comments about, like, well, you know, Trump's got that bad hairdo, so he's fighting all the time, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> but the bottom line, out of five boxing experts, four of them picked Trump and one picked Hillary Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the whole thing is just so ridiculous. I mean, <laughs> Have you ever... but that's what you got to love about the Trump presidency. I mean, we got like three more years of this stuff. Have you ever seen that video that was uh, going along, going around online? At the two, the uh, one where they the where Trump, Trump was I, like I, in the wrestling, uh, the the fake wrestling thing? No, 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 no. I, they, there was a couple of old drunk guys fighting out in front of their nursing home, and it's hysterical. I mean, it's it's exactly what you would see if Trump and Biden went uh, went fisticuffs. It's, yeah, uh, except pay-per-view, that would break every yeah, record known to mankind. <laughs> you could charge 500 bucks a piece, and it would sell a billion tickets. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> the entire world would want to watch that. <laughs> That's hysterical. And I guess you got Robert De Niro coming in on the undercard because he's another big mouth talking about beating yeah. up Trump all the time. Like, shut up. De Niro's not a tough guy, but he plays one in the movies. So. Right. And not only that, he's also not anything to do with politics. He's never run for anything. He's never won anything. No one's ever voted for him. Like, shut up. You don't even belong in the conversation. But, but keep going. Like, it's entertaining. Yeah. As with everything in the Trump era, it's all uh, such great entertainment. But there's also a business lesson. Okay, the business lesson that's surprising that we've never talked about this on over a hundred episodes of the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast, but you hear it all the time. Trump will say it all the time, I'm a counterpuncher. So Trump even talks in boxing terms. I'm a counterpuncher. He doesn't back down from a fight. I mean, of course, he picks and chooses because if I guess I ever had a glimpse into his Twitter account, he must get bombarded with a thousand tweets a day from people threatening him or whatever. But he'll... He'll pick and choose the battles, out. like this one with Biden, or, or one with somebody, you know, Rosie O'Donnell or something, or Lion Ted, or Lion Hillary, Ted. Crooked Hillary, you know, he'll pick these fights once in a while. But then, off on a side, I guess the whole media is upset that he doesn't pick a fight with Putin. But anyway, he claims <laughs> that, you know, he's always talking he's the counterpuncher. And we've never talked about this as a lesson to be learned from Donald Trump, that when somebody threatens you, in public, that's not the time to let him do that, to let him walk all over you. And for a local business owner, when we say public, I mean, it's not like the local business owners out on, on the New York Times or on the nightly news and on all the channels and all over the Internet, not even in your local paper likely. But we're talking about in public could mean as simple as one of your employees in front of all your other employees kind of puts you down, kind of says, man, you know, don't tell me I'm late for the third day in a row. I beat the crap out of you, old man. Like, right. you can't let that go by. That's the, that's the lesson from Donald Trump is you don't let that stuff go by. You got to hit back. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. You doesn't have to be just a physical threat. Yeah, when I say hit back, I didn't mean like you haul off on them. No, no, I, I understand. But yeah, that's, you can't, it doesn't just, people can make all kinds of threats. They can make threats of legal action that might be complete horseshit. But whether they're horseshit or not, you can't kowtow to these sorts of threats because the moment that you start doing that, the moment that you start, here's a, here's a great, uh, in, in the legal realm, years, many, many, many years ago, I was actually a police officer for a short period of time. I realized that this was not the, the career for me relatively quickly. But one of the local police departments made a decision that they were not going to allow any nuisance lawsuits whatsoever at all, period. So instead of judging a lawsuit on a case-by-case basis as to whether it would cost more to defend it or whether it would cost more to just pay it off, the city decided we're not paying anybody off. We're fighting everybody unless it's a, unless it's a legitimate lawsuit. We're fighting everybody tooth and nail. And in the short term... Well, by the way, that's also an example from Trump. He's known, he, he makes it known, I don't settle. And in the short term, it cost him a lot of money because somebody would sue him for $5,000 and it would cost him twenty, thirty, forty, fifty, dollars $100,000 in legal fees to fight the, the lawsuit for $5,000. But as soon as everybody caught on, you know, as soon as all the lawyers caught on, we're not just going to file something and get a quick settlement, they stopped getting sued and it saved them outrageous sums of money. So that's the kind of thing from a business owner standpoint that you've got to remember is that once you start kowtowing, once you start – now, if somebody has a legitimate issue, then you deal with the legitimate issue. If you've made a mistake, you don't want to be a jerk about it. You want to deal with it and take care of it. But if somebody is just threatening you for no reason with legal action or threatening to tell somebody about this or, or, or go to a customer and tell them about – Yeah, or even if it's with reason. Or, you know, to Biden, whatever. he would say it's with reason. Yeah, or cl- a customer threatening to go to the local news because they're mad, they're unreasonably mad about something. You know, whatever the situation is, you cannot allow people to push you around. This is, I mean, as we have said before, the world of business is 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 a jungle, and if you let people push you around and take advantage of you, you're going to find yourself eating alive. So, by all means, negotiate. By all means, work with people. By all means, talk to people. By all means, be reasonable and try to come to a conclusion or try try to come to a reasonable and acceptable conclusion for everybody. But once somebody starts making threats, whole situation changes, and you can't give in at that point. Because once you do, it'll just happen again and again and again. Like you said, Trump doesn't settle in lawsuits. Well, he says he doesn't. He says he doesn't. Of course he does. But, I mean, he puts it out there, and he did for a long time, like you're saying, put it out there, hey, I don't settle. And Trump is probably involved in hundreds of lawsuits for his entire life at any given time. Trump also comes from the world where I came from a similar world. I spent a year, for the listeners that don't know, on the floor of the Chicago Board Options Exchange, and Chicago is a trader in the pits. And Trump comes from that rough-and-tumble, kill-or-be-killed, battle-each-other world of New York finance, real estate. You know, that's where the Scaramucci comes from, of like, hey, Donald the Street Fighter, like when you pits. Again, it's not in public as far as it's not in the newspapers or, or on radio or TV, but, you know, there's only a few hundred traders on the floor, and in one of the pits, two of them are, like, getting into a beef and threatening physically threatening each other. That word gets around, everybody knows. And so if someone's going to do something that somebody didn't like and he's going to physically threaten you, that's not the time to back down 
or else you're going to be backing down your entire life. Not only, not to mention, you're going to be laughed at and crapped on at all times and looked at as a loser. So you got to stand up for yourself. That's the world Trump comes from. And for small business owners, you don't have to follow the advice on any of the episodes of the lessons learned from Donald Trump, but that's the lesson learned from Donald Trump. He's not like other politicians. Although I have to say that when Biden called out Trump, no one said that's unvice presidential. That's not how politicians and statesmen, not statesmen-like and whatever. It's only Trump, as we talked about a lot, brings out the anti-Trumpers just want to disagree and go hog wild on every single thing he says. <laughs> but Trump's got that style. And so if you are really threatened in, in a way that, like Everett says, could even be a lawsuit, the lesson learned from Donald Trump is that's not the time to back down and look weak. Right. That's going to come back well, to launch you. In the roofing business, I had a, uh, I was telling you, I think I've told you the story, Steve, in the roofing business, uh, I had a subcontractor show up, and he had done... You say show up, you mean show up at your house. Show up at my house, yeah. Yeah, well, not even just show up in the business, show up at the house. Yeah, it was out in front of my house. There was Now, there were there were two issues he showed up on. One issue is that he had, he, he did have some money coming from some work that he did, but then on another project, he wanted to be paid because he had spent a lot of hours there, even though he completely screwed the project up, and I had to kick him off the project and put somebody else on the project, and it cost me more to get the work done because they had to fix what he screwed up and then do the original work. He said, well, yeah, but I spent 15 hours at that house. And I said, well, I, I'm not paying you hourly. Our deal was on a per-project basis. You're right. lucky I'm not back-charging you for the extra money out of the money I am giving you. You're lucky I'm not back-charging you for that. And, of course, he wasn't happy to hear that. But here's the thing. He showed up with, four guys, with three other guys, four people, including him. As he was leaving, he turned around and looked at me, he scowled at me and said, he said, all right, be careful. I'll talk to you later. Be careful. So at that point, I, I mean, it was a threat. It was a thinly veiled threat. But when you're having a conflict with somebody and then you turn around and say, I'll see you later, be careful, pretty clear your intention. So I called him out on it. I didn't just ignore it. I didn't just let it go by. I turned around, probably with a few more choice words, but something uh, to the effect of, who do you think you're threatening, you little punk? At which point, the other three guys, or two of the other three guys, came up and started to like surround me in a in a half circle, not a full circle because there's only three of them, but surround me in a half circle, and I had to back them off with my pocket knife. And, you know, I mean, I, I the three guys now half surrounded me. My wife is standing behind me. She's where you could have pulled a Billy Jack and taken your shoes off. Yeah, <laughs> and so uh, uh, so one of them sees my knife come out. Now, now, by the way, I should probably mention one of these guys was 6'4 and probably 240 pounds of rock-hard muscle, right? I mean, he was huge. And the top of my head came up to under his chin. He was massive. So I pulled out my knife. And now, I don't want to do anything, right? But I can't let this guy just go. Because I know if I let this if I let this threat stand, if he doesn't think I'm going to respond, he's going to be back over and over and over and over. And he's going to be harassing me. He's going to be cutting my tires. I've had some contractors do that. Come over, get mad at me, and, and slice my tires. So well, you're selling everybody on the work. joys of being a contractor. Oh, dealing with subcontractors can be tough. Anyway, the point is, is that the, well, what I'm saying, oh, what, are you going to stab us? And I said, there's three of you and, you know, three of you and that. That guy is that guy looks like a professional fighter. You damn right, I'll stab you. And that backed him down. And I never heard anything else back from him. Not because I'm such a tough guy or anything. I mean, I'm I'm five nine and a hundred pounds overweight. The reason I never had a problem with them is because they thought, well, this is a guy who's going to push back. 
This is not a guy who we're just going to be able to harass and harangue and bully and mess around with. So that's how you have to approach this kind of thing. Hopefully, you never have a situation where people show up at your house physically threatening you. But whether it's physical or, as you said, whether it's physical or whether it's legal or whether it's I'm going to gossip about you to the other people or whether it's I'm going to do, you know, go mess up your relationship with your clients or your vendors or whatever. Whatever the situation is, you have to be prepared to counterpunch, to fight back. You can't just allow that to allow people to walk all over you in business. Otherwise, they will continue to walk all over you forever. Excellent real-life example of the lesson learned this week from Donald Trump. And that's just the basic lesson this week. As always, we have an advanced tip for you, dear listener. You just head on over to LessonsLearnedFromDonaldTrump.com, and you can get the advanced tip of the week, and then you can really beat the crap out of all your competitors. You've just listened to the most terrific podcast on the internet today. If you want to be a winner like Trump, make sure to go listen to the rest of the episodes and get our advanced tip of the week by going to LessonsLearnedFromDonaldTrump.com. And join us next time, unless you like being a loser. Some people do. Trust me.